is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to the Call Demasi Sport Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM fourteen hundred and one hundred four point three FM. I'm Call Demasi. I'm your host for the next two hours. Yes, we'll do two hours talking local sports right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM fourteen hundred one hundred four point three FM. It's Saturday morning. It's beautiful outside. It's eighty degrees and sunny. Let's go up to eighty. 88 degrees. You know, it'll feel like 100 here in Savannah, Georgia. But, you know, you just got to love it. I mean, you know, get out there and play some sports. Beautiful day. Sunny right now. Looking across the street at Hunter Army Airfield Golf Course. Uh, Get out there, play some golf. Get out there, play some tennis. And uh, have a lot of fun, whatever you're doing this weekend. It's a beautiful Fourth of July weekend. And I got to say it. Fourth of July, we're Americans. Thank God I'm American because I'm free. I'm free to do what I want to do. I'm free to say what I want to say. And I'm free to go anywhere I want to go. And that's what I got to say about America. God bless America that we're free to do what we got to do. Uh, just a lot of turmoil going on in our world today. And uh, I'm glad I live here. I'm glad I live here in Savannah, Georgia. Beautiful Savannah, Georgia. And I'm glad I get to talk about local sports every Saturday morning. And I got to thank my sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they got 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons. They're doctor and patient focused. Well, I got an exciting show lined up. Guests this morning, we're going to talk to uh, an alumni from Garden City. Now, alumni from Groves High School in Garden City, Open Garden City, uh, went to Georgia Southern, worked his way up through the sports marketing department. Uh, I think he did a little internship up there in the ATL, and uh, he's back at Georgia Southern, and he's now the sports marketing director for all athletics up there at Georgia Southern, and I'm glad to have him on. He'll be on first here on the Aldermasi Sports Report. Gordon Hunter from Groves High School, Georgia Southern, and is now the sports marketing He's going to give us what's going on in the lowdown, what's going on there in Stansboro with all the tearing down of the stadium and uh, the sports program is going to be. They're going to be in the Sun Belt Conference now. Just exciting stuff going on there in Statesboro, and I'm glad it's a local guy that's going to tell us all about it. And he's part of it, Gordon Hunter. Uh, then we're going to talk a little about running. Yes, we know running is a craze, and uh, it's not a fad anymore. It's a trend. People want to get in shape and what other better person to talk to than the guru of running in Savannah, Georgia? The owner of Fleet Feet Sports, and he, he's the race director for a lot of races that go on here in Savannah, Georgia. And don't forget, the Rock and Roll Marathon's coming up. Uh, I mean, we got some exciting events coming up throughout the summer. We got the high school cross country kickoff classic coming up here, and uh, he runs all that stuff, and he knows a lot more about the running uh, scene here than I do, and that's why I love having him on. That's Robert Espinosa. So those will be our first two guests in the first hour. Yes, we go two hours. We go from 9 a.m. until 11 a.m. I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you're listening. Whether you're listening for five minutes, whether you're listening for ten minutes, whether you're listening for, li- listening for two minutes, I'm glad that you can listen, and I'm glad uh, that you're taking part in Savannah area sports. You know, you can also give us a call. Phone lines are open. You got something to tell us? 920 four 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 one we'd love to hear from you 
I mean, so uh, give us a call. Let's see what's on your mind. I mean, we had two local golfers, Brian Harmon and, and uh, Mark Silvers, playing in the Greenbrier Classic up there in West Virginia. Brian Harmon's made the cut. Uh, I'm, a, you know, I'm, I'm really ecstatic. I mean, I sat there July 4th watching the shot tracker on the PGA uh, website and uh, trying to get something on Golf Channel. But I don't know. They, they never cover our local golfers. But, you know, Brian made it two under. Played a great first two rounds. He's seven off the lead. Uh, hopefully he'll uh, make up some uh, strokes today. Mark Silvers won the green, uh, the the big break, Greenbrier Classic, last year. So that got him free entry into this year's golf tournament. He made us proud. He shot two over. Not bad. I mean, Phil Mickelson didn't even make the cut this year. So uh, Mark Silvers, Silvers uh, doing a great job. And then a local guy that I like to talk about a lot because he's from Swainsboro, which is not far down the road here in Georgia, okay, and that's uh, that's Will Claxton, missed the cut, he was one over, so uh, great outing by those two guys, great effort, and uh, hopefully uh, they'll make the next cut the next uh, time they get a chance to do that. So uh, in the second hour, I hope I can get in touch with them, I, I've set it up, uh, but you know how uh, technology works and uh, cell phones, but we're going to talk to the all-star a future Major League Baseball All-Star playing in the future Major League All-Star game up there in City Field. How ironic. He plays for the Savannah Sand Nats, who are a Mets uh, affiliate, uh, you know, minor league ball club associated with the New York Mets, and that's Brandon Nimmo. He was chosen 13th overall in 2011. 13th player chosen, and he's right here in Santa Georgia. Uh, we're going to talk to him. Hopefully, uh, we'll Hook up with him. He's in Greenville, South Carolina right now. Playing, they played the Greenville job last night. And we're going to talk to the new lady on the block. Yes, we have a new lady on the block down there at Armstrong Atlantic State. We'll go right down here. I'm right on Abercorn Street, so I just go down the road to Armstrong Atlantic State. And we're going to talk to the new women's basketball coach, Fela Bulk, who took over for uh, Matt Schmidt. did a great job, so I'm excited about talking to her. So give us a call. I want to 4441. You can listen to us on the uh, internet. You can listen to us on 104.3 FM, 1400 AM. You can tweet me at KD Sports Report. Uh, let's see what you got to say about local sports. We'll go to the scoreboard. Well, yeah, tough one for the Atlanta Braves. Great comeback. Falling behind 5-0. They score four runs. Dan Ugly hits a big home run, but they fall short 5-4. A lot of errors in the first couple innings. Uh, well, that first inning, that cost the uh, Braves, uh, I think, last night. But you know what? They're still in first place. They play again tonight. They're on the road. I know they've lost three straight, but you know what? I have faith that they can beat the uh, Philadelphia uh Phillies up there in uh, Philadelphia, so uh, you know I'm got my fingers crossed. And Savannah Sandats up in Greenville, up in Greenville, South Carolina lost to the Greenville Drive eight four last night. They'll be going at it again. And like I said, PGA on the PGA Tour at the Greenbrier Classic in West Virginia. Brian Harmon has made the cut two under, uh, very consistent throughout the, the two days. And you know, being off, uh, having a week off, and being able to follow us closely, uh, he's done a great job. And we just said uh, Mark Silvers, who had a chance to uh, play in this. PGA event. He's uh, on, not on the uh, major tour yet, but uh, good showing. Two over, missed the cut, and of course, Swainsboro's Will Claxton uh, missed it being one over. Uh, we had a lot of stuff going on this week, and I, I got to give out a big kudos before I go to break to the YMCA gymnastics program at the Islands Y. Carol Tanrath did a great job again running the program. This is the third time we've had, uh, the fourth time we've had the YMCA national gymnastics meet here. Over 2,000 uh, entries. Uh, I did the MC, I gave out the medals, you know. Very exciting team from Washington, the state of Washington, all the way here in Savannah, Georgia. Just a great event. Mark Simons, who's the director at the Islands YMCA, they put on a great show. And to Savannah, Georgia, 
for turning out 1,100 volunteers to make this happen. You heard me right. 1,100 volunteers to make this uh, event unbelievable. I mean, I was there excited about it. I got to watch the finals of the championship division, and I got to send a shout-out to Lane Vikela. Okay? Vikela is only 11 years old. She was in the level 8, which is the one below the championship division, and she finished 13th. She's only 11 years old. And to be in the top 25, expect big things from Lane Vikela from the Islands YMCA Gymnastics Island Girls Gymnastics Program. So uh, that's what I got to say. So we got a little wrap up there on the scoreboard. Got to go to break. Remember, this cannot happen with 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region backing me up. They have a full service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. And I say this every Every week, remember they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Grand Avenue, right here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.orthocentersav. That's orthocentersav.com. They've also upgraded their website. Check it out, uh, and you can find out about all their options, what they can uh, do for you, and how they can help you. That's Optum Orthopedics. Next up. We're going to talk a little Georgia Southern Athletics. Go Eagles with alumni or alumnus from Groves High School, Georgia Southern. Uh, now he's the sports marketing director, Gordon Hunter. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Remember, Go Eagles. We'll be right back. Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. I'm called Demasi. I'm glad you could join me. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Well, it's a beautiful day, Saturday morning, July 6th. We're talking local sports, and there's such a big impact from this next college, university, on the Savannah market, sports market, that or sports, sports arena, sports venue, sports whatever you want to call it, okay, and that we follow it so closely because we take pride in this university because it really is oh, one of the biggest football programs in the area. We only have two, okay, we have Georgia Southern football and we have Savannah State football, and they always knock heads at the beginning of the season, which is the first game of the year this year, but they got so much going up on up there at the campus, and uh, I mean, I want to talk about it because it impacts us so much, and this next... Uh, Guest has been waiting on the line. He's an alumnus from Robert W. Groves High School. He is a rebel, or was a rebel. Then he went on to Georgia Southern, got his degree in sports marketing, went up to ATL, got a little experience, dabbled in some other arenas, and then he went back to his alma mater, Georgia Southern University, and now is the sports marketing director. Joining me now on the ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM 1400 and 104.3 FM hotline is the Georgia Southern sports marketing director, Gordon Hunter. What's up, Gordon? Good morning, Coach. How you doing? Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on the radio, and I'm talking to one of my former, former players, uh, one of my best friend's sons, and you've made such uh, leaps and bounds in the, the area that you wanted to get to. I'm just excited about it because you know more about what's going on in Georgia Southern than I do and probably more than what Savannah does, and I know you're excited to talk about it. Yeah, man. I appreciate you having me on the show. 
Well, anytime you got something to tell us about Georgia Southern, and you know, people don't realize what you do behind the scenes. If they go to the football game, you take the fans out there to do the little uh, kicking contest. You pick the uh, fan of the game. I mean, there's so much going on out there. Tell us exactly what you're responsible for, because it's not just football, right? No, sir. Uh, I handled the promotion and the uh, the actual running of the end game for all 15 sports we have at Georgia Southern. Uh, so we, I run all the music, anything that goes on on the video board, all the in-game promotions, as well as promoting and getting the word out about all 15 sports we have at Georgia Southern. I mean, you know, I know you love you love sports. And did you ever think that you would become a sports marketing director for one of the probably the biggest or one of the most well-known football programs in the United States? Well, I I, I, uh, I always wanted to work in sports. My, my mother could actually tell you, even in high school, I, I knew I wanted to work in athletics. Uh, my, my my original goal was to to go work for the Braves in some capacity. I, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, uh, but when I came back to grad school, I, I got my uh, start working in game day operations, uh, doing the breakdown and setup for all the sports. Uh, and I, I did that for, for a year and a half, working under Brandon Cox, who is still our uh, our director of facilities here at Georgia Southern. Uh, he gave me my start. I did that for a year and a half and then started working in fundraising. I really enjoyed that side of it, but I got an opportunity in August when my predecessor took a job at Florida State to, to step up into this role. And uh I really jumped the opportunity, and I've enjoyed it. It's been a lot of work, but uh, I'm learning a lot. Well, you're right now, you're at one of the biggest moments in that athletic department's history going in, especially, you know, we're talking about football now. Football's making a jump from one double A to one. They're going from the from the step below the big boys to being one of the big boys. And I, all the other sports are Division One. I. I don't know how many people realize that. So, I mean, there's so much going on. Tell us about what, what's going to happen with this move to the Sun Belt. I mean, because this is, a, this is really big for Georgia Southern. I mean, we were the big fish in a small pond, six national championships. Eric Russell, everybody knows, uh, you know, worldwide, especially in, in, in football. What does this mean for George Southern moving to the Sun Belt? We've had some really big moments, Coach. Uh, I, I could talk about, you know, Coach Ert Russell bringing back football with Dale Lick in, in 1981. You know, we could talk about Georgia Southern uh, making the move to becoming a university in 1990. Uh, but really, I think this is probably one of the most historic times in our our storied history at Georgia Southern because uh, we're no longer going to be thought of as that that younger brother or the, the, the stepbrother, the, the second, we're going to be playing with the big boys. It's um, it's an awesome opportunity. I think our athletic director, Tom Kleinlein, is, has done a great job. His six-month tenure he's been at Georgia Southern, uh, making this move was, was big. It's something that our president, Dr. Brooks Keel, has really pushed for to get us some national exposure. I think that's uh, the overall goal. You know, Georgia Southern is a regional university at the current moment. And, and, and while we do some, some things on a national scale as far as some research that we've done, uh, this is really going to put us in the spotlight. Uh, Dr. Keel has, has always said that Georgia Southern is the front porch of this university, the athletic department per se. Uh, so putting that, that front porch on a national stage, being able to play with some of the big boys in 2014, that means going to NC State, uh, playing Navy, uh, and going to Georgia Tech, which are, are some things that we may not have been able to do at the FCS level. But m being an FBS program is, is going to mean uh, more exposure. It'll mean more, more dollars when it comes to playing those teams. Um, just, just to put it in perspective, 
Georgia Tech had originally uh, guaranteed us just under half a billion dollars to go play them as an FCS school. When we moved up to the FBS, that, that money jumped up about $300,000 just because we were a bigger institution as far as, uh, as football goes. So that's, that's what it means for our university. I think it's going to be a really big thing for us. It's, it's going to put us on the map even more so than than the uh, the legendary coach Earth Russell did and, and what some of those national championship teams have done for us in the past. Well, you know, the legendary Eric Russell coined that little stadium up there. You're going to go play with the big boys now, and now you have to make a big house. We're changing the prettiest little stadium in the United States to a whole new arena. So there's a big stadium expansion going on up there. I mean, you're close to it. You just told us about moving to the Sun Belt, what it means. What does it mean changing that pretty little stadium into one of the most updated stadiums in the United States? Well, I think it was, it was really a no-brainer. Our students actually passed a fee to, to actually tax themselves to, to see our stadium expanded. Uh, our stadium right now, as it sits, we have 14,444 seats in Paul Stadium currently. And we averaged last year over 20,000 fans at, at every home regular season football game at Paulson Stadium. So uh, so adding about 6,200 seats to, to our uh our prettiest little state in America, taking it from being a, a little stadium to a, a little bigger. It's, we're we're going to be on par with some of the mid-majors. Uh, we're also going to be adding some luxury seats to the, the Bishop side end zone, which will give our fans the opportunity to to feel a little bit more hospitality if they so choose. Uh, also, I, I think that this move is, is something that's a necessity for our student body. When the stadium was built in 1984, you know, we only had uh, just over 6,000 students. You know, and now we're over 20,000 strong, and so our students really want to be able to, to come out and sit in the student section and, and get rowdy. So this, this, uh, this expansion will really help that student body be able to do so, and I, I think it's great that they actually uh, approved a fee on themselves. It shows you what it means to that student body to actually be able to make this uh, expansion happen. Well. Gordon, I'm talking to Gordon Hunter, the sports marketing director at Georgia Southern University, one of our own from Groves High School. I'm Carl Damasi. I'm glad you could join me. Well, Gordon, you know, it, it's it's exciting. I mean, the kids want this. The students want this. It's it's grown to over 20,000 uh, student uh, base. I mean, it's exciting. about it. But we're also, well, not we're also, you guys over there are also making a very, very uh, different athletic program. It's becoming a more comprehensive athletic program. Uh, so, you know, they're stepping up the uh, they're stepping up their game there. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's great. You know, I, I think it's going to get some exposure to some of our our non traditional sports, as I call them, the Olympic sports. Uh, being able to to take our marketing platforms across all fifteen sports. So this year, our marketing theme will be True Blue, uh, and, and turning that and, and promoting some of our our football fans. You know, we, we like I mentioned, we average about twenty thousand fans at a football game on Saturday, but but exposing uh, some of our non-traditional sports uh, to those fans so they can come out and watch, you know, our, our men's soccer program, you know, as they play right behind Paulson Stadium on uh, Friday night, the 30th, for our home football game. Or even our men's basketball program, which has a new head coach this year and Coach Mark Byington, uh, and seeing that program take off and get the exposure that it needs to, 
to move on to bigger and better things. So I think the comprehensive athletic program is something that TK has really pushed for. Tom Kleinlein, our athletic director, uh, he's taking us in the right direction. And it's really all about our student athletes, uh, getting them the exposure, getting every uh, student athlete chance to win a ring and, uh, and walk out of Georgia Southern with their diploma, which is our uh, athletic foundation's mantra. Uh, rings and diplomas. That's what we're all about at Georgia Southern. It's, it's, uh, it's what we're moving forward towards. And that's our, our overall goal is to graduate great leaders uh, and, and get move them on with a chance to, to get a great job and make an impact um, outside of Georgia Southern in, in South Georgia and all across the uh, United States. Uh, Georgia Southern is well known, and you know that. Now we're going to go there up up uh, another notch, going up to that Division One football level. Even though, like you said, they've been Division One football. They have other sports that are Division One, and people don't realize that. I mean, the baseball program, the softball program, like you just said, the golf, the volleyball, the basketball, and you know. People need to know that now it's going to be one whole program on the same level. And let's go back to your job now because, I mean, I've been to many home football games there. I've only been to one or two basketball games. Now, you're going to be trying to improve. You're trying to improve the game day atmosphere also, right? Not just the football uh, stadium, but other places too. Tell us what your plan is on how you're going to improve the game day atmosphere for the Georgia Southern fan and student body. Sure, yeah. Um, but first off, we'll start with football. Some of the things we're changing this year, uh, we're, we're going to add a, a microphone to the on-field experience. Uh, so there will be a, a young man or a young lady in the fall who will be uh, leading our chants and cheers. They'll be updating our fans about uh, some other things that are going on at our great institution uh, via a microphone that will take place during our media timeout. So will help kind of start some chants and cheers. Uh, but we're also gonna we're gonna shoot fireworks at every football game this year, which is something we haven't done in the past. Uh, so every time that Georgia Southern scores a touchdown, you'll see some fireworks being shot off from the top of the uh, Bishop Fieldhouse on the west end zone. So that's uh, that's really exciting for us. Um, but across the other sports, uh, we'll be adding uh, a, a, a mic man, as, as I'm calling it, to basketball as well. It's something we implemented at baseball this past year, and I think our fans really took a liking to it. Uh, it, it really helps engage those fans during those media timeouts or those uh, those moments during the game where there's a little bit of a downtime. Uh, in baseball, there's a lot more of those than some of those other sports, but um, it, it really helped out this year during baseball season, uh, adding to that fan experience. And that's, that's what we're trying to enhance uh, this year is really – that, that game day atmosphere. Uh, I know George Southern is known for its tailgating and uh, the things that go on during pregame. We're just trying to enhance a lot of those in-game experience so that our fans can, can really come out and enjoy a, uh, a great atmosphere. Uh, on top of that, we'll be adding a, an Eagle Fun Zone to, uh, to our football venue this year. Uh, we'll also be adding one to football, uh, I'm sorry, to basketball and baseball as well. Uh, but that fun zone will be able a place where parents can actually come, uh, drop off their kid, get a wristband that matches their son or daughters. Uh, but but it'd be able to leave those kids there during the entire game. Those kids be able to jump on bounce houses, uh, run a 40-yard dash, and compare their time. Some of our athletes we have at Georgia Southern. Uh, but just keep those kids entertained during the game uh, so that those, uh, those parents can actually enjoy the game itself. So just, just trying to enhance that game day atmosphere is one of my, my main uh, goals this year. 
Well, Gordon, we're proud of you. You're making uh, Savannah proud. You know, our own product. Go up there, school there, graduate, come back, and uh, keep up the great work. And anytime you got something to tell the fan here, I've been more than happy to get you on here every Saturday morning. And I think uh, our weekday show, 3 and Out, would be love to talk to you about, you know, how a local guy can come and uh, be part of this big, big uh, move that uh, Georgia Southern's been once again, I appreciate you coming on. Keep up the great work, and uh, I know you believe this. You believe you blue, but as always, go Eagles. Yes, sir, Coach. I appreciate you having me, and uh, go Eagles. All right. Have a good one. You too, Coach. See you. Gordon Hunter, the sparkling director at Georgia Southern, give us a lowdown on the team expansion to move to the belt, what they're trying to do with the athletic how he's improving the game day atmosphere. So now we're going to have an Eagle zone, just like before the big football games. We have the kids zone at the football games. Just uh, a great, great move up there at Georgia Southern. And a great guy being involved in it, Gordon Hunter. And I'm glad that he could be a guest on my show today. Next up, we're going to hit the trails. We're going to hit the streets. We're going to do a little running and finding out about what Big events are coming up here in Savannah, Georgia, as far as running goes, jogging, you know, getting involved in the uh, running scene. And that's with the man self, the owner of Fleet Feet Sports, and that one of the keys to all our big running events here in Savannah, Georgia, Robert Espinoza. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1490 and 104.3 FM. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm glad you could join me. I'm the host of the Carl DeMasi Sports Report every Saturday morning here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they're doctor-led, patient-focused, located at 210 Eastern Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Well, we got a lot of people involved in running now. It used to be, you know, bad, get out there and jog and uh, work out. And uh, now it's a trend. Everybody in the United States wants to be fit, wants to be in shape. You know, besides being involved in a very, very good you need also need a very, very good exercise program, and running is the, one of the easiest things that you could do to control weight and get out there and uh, you know, be uh, fit and be in good shape. And this next guy, he's involved in all our big racing events here, even the small racing events. People go to him, too, for advice. He's been here for a while, and he, he knows what he's talking about. He's the owner of Fleet Feet Sports over there on Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. The race director, as I call him, or as I like to call him, the guru of all the races here in Savannah, Georgia. He's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And hotline with update on all the sporting uh, running events going on here in Savannah, Georgia. Robert Espinoza. Good morning, Robert. Hey, morning, Carl. How you doing? Hey, we we're here talking about local sports. We're here talking about running because you know running doesn't get as much uh, notoriety as football, basketball, baseball. And I know you could vouch for this. It's such a big, big, uh, big thing in Savannah, Georgia right now. You see people running all over the place, jogging early in the morning. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it's a much easier to, to watch uh, football, baseball, all that kind of thing. It's not as easy to play it. And getting up in the morning and running in a circle is probably not all that natural to most people. But uh, running is, uh, as you know, and through your help also, has really taken off. And 
uh, Savannah and the Low Country, and uh, we're just excited about it today. Actually, it was one of those rare Saturdays I get to get up and ride and run because we don't have an event this week, so <laughs> that's a pretty nice thing for us. An avid runner, you 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 get involved in this. You bike, you do a lot, and uh, it's such a big thing. And we're not far off from one of the events that I know you take a lot of pride in, and I know Savannah, Georgia, has taken a lot of pride in. Let's have an update on what's going on with the Rock and Roll Marathon, which hits here in November. We're more than halfway there. I mean, what's the turnout? What's the uh, sign up? Doing? Uh, are we doing really good? Yeah, we actually uh, they're way ahead of last year. Um, they're almost on the pace of the first year. We did have our sophomore slump, uh, but. Um, we um, uh, are way ahead, and we've added a new event this year, the relay. So now no longer do you have to run 26 or 13. You can actually run 6.55 if you have a partner and run the half marathon relay event, and that number's really taken off. Rock and Roll actually had a discount day a couple of weeks ago throughout the nation, and you could register for any rock and roll in the United States for a certain price. Savannah came in, too, to Philadelphia, so that, that'll tell you something. Compared to, compared to Philadelphia, that's pretty impressive that we're right behind them. We don't have as many people living in the areas, uh, you know, they do in Philadelphia. And you know that part of the, the area because that's where you're basically from, that area of uh, Philadelphia, Jersey. I mean, it's amazing how people want to be involved in this. What drives so many people to be involved in something like the Rock and Roll Marathon? Well, you know, Rock and Roll is, uh, you know, they're... Um no, the best way I can describe it, because I'm a NASCAR fan, is, you know, they're like NASCAR. They're a business, and they're a traveling road show, and they go from city to city, and they put on probably the best running events uh, in the country. I mean, there, there are a lot of events that are not rock and roll related, but typically if you go to a rock and roll event, um, uh, you're going to get a first-class experience. They come here in Savannah. Uh, and do it up for us, and uh, we get to show off uh, the entire world. There's people come in from all over the world uh, to run in Savannah, and uh, and we we love it. And now everyone's involved, Savannah State and all different uh, parts of Savannah. So it's it's fun to show off the city. Well, I mean, it's just it's just not in the United States. I, I mean, I was going through, of course, the I mean, you're talking about Spain, Canada, uh, you know, Portugal. I mean, the rock and roll brand is all over the world. Nice, uh, Norway. I mean, it, it's pretty unbelievable. And good old Savannah, Georgia, which is probably one of the smallest uh, venues they have is right up there with the top of them. Yeah, that's, that ought to tell you something. That's true. I mean, they're all over the world and on that week of registration we beat all those other cities including chicago and uh, san antonio and all these bigger cities we beat them in registration so uh, that tells you a lot about uh, the involvement that the city has with rock and roll uh, it tells you a lot about how people feel about Savannah, and of course people love to come and visit uh, our beautiful city and uh, we don't mind opening up the streets for a day to them and let them run and tour and, and visit because they don't just come and run and leave. They stay for a few days and eat a lot of food and, and drink a lot of drinks. So uh, we appreciate all that. Oh, it does help the economy. It really does. And, uh, you know, if you want to get involved, you can go sign up. You can go to rockandroll.competitor.com. You can go to fleetfeetsports.com right here in Savannah, Georgia, and get involved. And uh, there's more going on than that, Rob. And I know you want to talk about there's some big events coming up here. I mean, you were just on TV talking about one, right? Yeah, we uh, we have a kid's on coming up. September, uh, bringing back uh, the kids' try that uh, we're helping Chatham County put on. Uh, Tunnels to Towers, big event, uh, which is the 9-11 run. Uh, that's uh, coming uh, 
also um, uh, September 14th. We're really excited about that. We're actually going to do a uh, an event where they're going to bring in different firehouses from all over the, the country, and those firehouses are going to compete for um, a cup, and uh, they're going to call it the Filler Cup. But, you know, they, they tried, the Tunnels and Towers tried to get 343 events across the country. It didn't quite work. 343 represents the, the firemen that were lost in 9-11. It didn't right. quite work out. So what they did is they picked out the top 13 events that, that they liked in the country, and Savannah was one of those chosen. <laughs> and we're, get, we're getting kudos all over the place. Philadelphia, the Towers of uh, Tunnel Run, the Tunnel to Towers Run. I mean, it's really unbelievable. I mean, uh, yeah. just... Uh, Unbelievable. If you want to find out about the events, just go, like I said, go to fleetfeetsavannah.com events. And I mean, you could find out, you could sign up, you can get involved. And one thing I'm impressed with, Robert, I mean, you know, Fleet Feet Sports, uh, running shoes, running gear, everything you want. But you're also involved in training people who want to get involved. So if you've never done it before and you want to learn how to run, I mean, you could do it right there too, right, Robert? Absolutely. We have a training group called Crew, and uh, it, we we have a half marathon training, uh, marathon training, and we also have um, an event called In the Beginning, uh, which is uh, in the beginning of your training, is uh, sponsored by Adidas Play Feet, and uh, that's for someone who's never taken a step but wants to start running, and uh, they can ch- they can check that out at our website at playfeetsavannah.com. Uh, we have over 200 people right now in our training groups. And we're getting ready to kick off all of our rock and roll training. And so uh, we're really proud of that. Our training people do a great job. We have a coaching staff of over 20 who actually volunteer all their time uh, to coach. And a lot of these folks came out actually as runners who never started running, and now they're actually coaching. So we, we love to see that. Did you say over 200 volunteers? Yeah, no, we have uh, 200 participants. In, participants, in, uh, okay. Yeah, we have 200 participants, the largest group. Uh, we've ever had. That only includes rock and roll training. That doesn't include our training groups that have uh, over a hundred, our beginner training groups that have over a hundred. So uh, people are moving, and we love it. Well, you also do a, a big thing here. We're getting back to school. Uh, we'll be back to school in about three or four weeks here in Savannah, Georgia. And I know it's one of the uh, big events for cross-country, high school cross-country, you know, being a high school coach and being involved in the, the prep sports. I mean, you have the uh, cross-country kickoff classic in Daffin Park. You've had some big sponsors. Uh, who's, who's sponsoring? Is it Sikorny, uh sponsored again this year? Yeah, I know you like talking about high school athletics. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I like listening to you talk about it because you're really excited about it. And uh, our cross-country kickoff classic is sponsored by Saucony. And what we did this year, Carl, you're going to love this, is uh, along with Saucony, we bought these huge cups. I mean, you have a cup that looks like the Stanley Cup or the Ryder <laughs> Cup or the FIFA Cup. And what we're going to do is present the top boys and girls teams this cup when they win. They get to take it home with them with the stipulation that they've got to come back and defend the cup. And Saucony is going to post that all over their national website. So... We're trying to create this excitement. I mean, this cup is three feet tall. So I, I don't know any team that wouldn't want to stand and, and raise a cup. So we're really excited about that. We've already had some responses from teams from South Carolina and Georgia. Well, you had over what? You had over something like 30 teams last year involved, right? Yeah, and we, that's what we keep it to. We keep it to 30 teams. We have to limit it because Daphne Park isn't large enough. But we don't want it to be huge. We just want it to be fun. And it, it finishes... We have uh, rock music playing when the kids finish. We make it like a cross-country event like no other. We don't, we, you know, football and, and all the big sports, they have all their music and, and excitement. And sometimes cross-country can get a little bit quiet. 
So we make sure that that doesn't happen. Most kids cross that finish line and come into Austin, the stadium, there in Daphne Park, the music is blaring, uh, and they love it. Well, I, I've been to uh, a couple of them just watching what goes on there and the, the teams cheering each other. Everybody thinks it's an individual sport when you talk about high school cross country or high school swimming, high school tennis, high school golf. But these kids really pull for each other. They do. I mean, there's, they're they, um, uh, as exciting, like you said, as the big sports are. Uh, these kids are very passionate about their about their sports. And these are, this is a different kind of sport. You have to have uh, an individual mentality. Uh, early, but you also have to think about points being scored for your team, which is unlike the traditional team sport. So these kids have a lot on their mind in the midst of their of their uh, competitiveness. But uh, I tell you what, uh, they go after each other, and this is an early season event, so it's fun to watch them because they're just turned around into getting in good shape. Well, Robert, I appreciate you taking the time every time I ask you to come on my show because, I mean, I mean, you could be out there running. You've got a lot of things going on. You do it during events, and I really appreciate it. You do a great, a great job with the running team here in Savannah, Georgia. And like I said to my last uh, guest, uh, Gordon Hunter from Georgia Southern, anytime you got something that we need to shout out to the people about running and being involved in the running arena, I'll be more than happy to, uh, to make sure they know about it and keep up the great work. Uh, thank you, Carl. I appreciate all your support. And we're looking forward to another great uh, running season as it, as it kicks off. And remember, you can go, what is it, fleetfeet.savannah or fleetfeetsavannah.com, right? Fleetfeetsavannah.com. And there's all kinds of information about products and training and whatever you need to know. We can help you out. All right, Robin, have a good one. Enjoy your weekend. It's a great day. Great weekend. It looks like it's to be. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Carl. Take care. Robert Espinosa of Fleet Feet Sports, but he really is the uh, the race guru here in Savannah, Georgia, as far as running goes. He helps set up the Rock and Roll Marathon and all the other marathons and all the other stuff going on. Uh, like you said, he you know a lot of great events going on here. And if you want to get into training, just go to FleetFeetSavannah.com and get training. A lot of, of racing events coming on, and uh, uh, you know pretty exciting that out of all the places in the United States that you know they could choose the. Uh, it's a great cause. The Tunnel Towers run here in Savannah for the uh, fallen firemen in 9-11. Uh, I have a family member that's been affected by that uh, tragedy. Um, just uh, bad side effects from being in there. But uh, you know what? He gets every up every day and thanks the Lord that he's here. And uh, we can give back to those firemen with the Tunnel of Towers run here. That's going to happen here September 14th in Savannah, Georgia. Next up, we got open mic. That means give us a call. 912 4441-4441. Let's hear what you got to say about local sports. You're listening to the Call of the Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead, AM 14 and 104.3 FM. Give us a call. We'll be right back. And now, back to the Carl DeMossi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm DeMossi, and I'm glad you could join me. Today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and 104.3 FM. Remember, Optum Orthopedics is doctor-led and patient-focused. Same great place, just a different name. Used to be Southeastern Orthopedic Center, located at 210 Eastern Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Now it's Optum Orthopedics. And you can check them out on the World Wide Web at OptumHealth.com. So, uh, great first hour. Got to give a big shout-out to uh, Gordon Hunter. 
the Georgia Southern Sports Marketing Director, telling us about what's going on up there at the uh, the prettiest little stadium in the United States. And uh, once again, they're doing a renovation and they're getting into this, uh, you know, the Sun Belt Conference, and they're trying to pull all the programs together. Great job by Gordon, and of course, the man that knows a lot about running here in Savannah from Fleet Feet Sports, Robert Espinoza. Well, we've had a lot of golf going on here, and uh, I've been following it closely. We had two local guys, Brian Harmon and Mark Silvers, in the Greenbrier Classic up there in West Virginia. Uh, Mark Silvers missed the cut by two. Brian uh, Harmon, two under, made the cut. And, of course, our Swainsboro native, Will Claxton, uh, one over, didn't make the cut. So uh, a lot going on. And the man that's also following it closely because we all have Davis Love the third, who's a been a big-time golfer here in the area. He's down there in St. Simons at Brunswick area. Is the producer of the show every Saturday is my man, P.J. Zuko. What's up, P.J.? Hey, how's it going, Carl? How are you doing this morning? Hey, you know what? Like I tell you every week, it's Saturday morning. I'm talking local sports. Um, I'm into it. I love following the local guys on the PGA Tour. You got any updates? Brian Harmon, uh, Davis Love the Third. anything going on? Brian Harmon still two under. He's, he's tied for 57th. Davis Love the Third, three under, tied for 37th right now. We got Matt Every in the lead. He He's nine under par right now in, in first place. And then... Uh, we got about five guys tied for second with eight under par. So great tournament over there at the Greenbrier Classic. Yeah, and you've had some guys shoot some great rounds. I mean, Matt Avery shot a 62 yesterday. Uh, Johnson Wagner, 62. And uh, what's his name? Tommy Ganey, a 62. I know the magic number is to shoot under 60, try to get a 59. I mean, it, it, shooting a 62 is a dream for me. <laughs> Oh yeah, def definitely a dream for me. Uh, surprisingly, I've only been, ever been golfing once, and y you can imagine how that went. But 62, not not in my wildest dreams. And hearing them even say, uh, hopefully, hopefully they're going to shoot a 59 is just crazy, unheard of in my mind. I mean, and we got one of the best golfers ever playing down there, and he, you know he's down there on Sea Island, and that's uh, Davis Love the Third. Uh, I was listening to it over the uh, the last two days, and uh, this man's got a good shot of making the uh, Hall of Fame. I mean, that's unbelievable. That is definitely awesome and unbelievable. It's great to have that kind of recognition down here from uh, the Golden Isles and St. Simons and really all of Georgia. So it's great. We got a lot of good golfers coming up through the ranks, and it's just awesome for the state of Georgia. Well, we'll be back with our number two of the Carl Demasi Sports Report. You're listening to the Carl Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head AM 1400 104.3 F. We'll be talking to hopefully the Savannah Sandat future all-star. He's going to go up to New York City, Brandon Nimmo. And then we'll be talking to the new basketball coach. That's the women's basketball coach at Armstrong Atlantic State. That's Fela Bullock. So we got a good lineup in the second hour. I'm glad you're joining me, whether it's for five minutes, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, or even a minute. You're listening to the Call of the Mossy Sports Report. We'll be right back after this. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> 
This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, pop water football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Savannah and the Low Country. Welcome to hour number two of the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. I'm your host, Call the Massey. I'm here every Saturday morning from 9 until 11, talking about local sports. Hey, you want to talk about local sports? Give me a call at 912 920 4441. That's 920-4441. Let's hear what you got to say about local sports. Let's hear what you got to say about the local uh, PGA guys. Brian Harmon, uh, Mark Silva's playing at the Greenbrier Classic this weekend. Uh, there's a lot going on. And it's Saturday, July 6th. 81 degrees. It's supposed to go up to 86. Beautiful day out there to go do something. Go play some golf, some tennis. Get the kids out there. Go down to the beach and play a little bocce ball. Yeah, we did have a bocce ball champion uh, uh, crown out there at Titan Island. I think they've been doing it for 12 years. I'll find out more information about that. But it's pretty interesting that, yes, bocce ball has had a tournament out there for the last 12 years, I think, in Tybee Island. Uh, we also got a half rubber game, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, we used to call box ball in New York. But it's, you know, they cut the ball in half. And uh, a lot of exciting things go on here in Savannah, Georgia. And I'm glad I'm here to talk about it. Uh, hour number two, we have a great lineup. We're going to hopefully be talking to the, uh, the weathering team, chiropractic clinic athlete of the week in the second uh, part of, or the second quarter of the second segment of the show about 10 15 that's branded brandon nimmo from the savannah sand Nats. he was just elected to the futures all-star game major league baseball's future all-star game before the big game up there at city field in new york and uh, you know it's ironic that he plays for the savannah sand Nats, who is a affiliate of the new york mets uh, minor league system uh sand Nats brandon nimmo to play in the, the all-star futures game that's exciting uh then in the third quarter or the third segment we'll be talking to the new armstrong atlantic state university head women's coach fayla bullock uh find out how she wound up here in savannah georgia what it, it's so appealing to to apply for that coaching job here in Savannah, Georgia. So uh, we'll be talking to Fela there, hopefully about 10 or so. We got a great lineup. We want to hear what we got to say. Give us a call, 912-920-4441. You can tweet us at KE Sports Report. Let's hear what you got to say there. You can email me at kdemasi at hotmail.com. You go to Facebook, the call of Demasi Sports Report. Message me there. I want to hear what you got to say about local sports. Uh, on the scoreboard, the Bravos, the Braves, have lost three in a row, but they're still in first place. They lost last night 5-4. couple of uh, errors, uh, miscues in the first couple of innings led to a Philadelphia Philly 5-0 league. They had a big 7th four runs, uh, you know, Dan Ugla, but they just couldn't pull it out. Savannah Sandats are on the road also. They lost up there in Greenville 8-4. Uh, they'll be playing there today. And we've been following the PA Tour. Brian Harmon has made the cut. Uh, he was under two other local guys, another guy from Savannah, Georgia, Mark Sills, who won the the big break in Greenbrier last year, last summer, and then got him, a, you know, an exception into this uh, tournament, the Greenbrier Classic. Uh, finished uh, two under, didn't make the cut, but a good showing by Mark Silvers. Uh, and, of course, uh, our man out of Swainsboro, Will Claxton, finished one over Mr. Cook cut also so that's as far as the pga is going on we got a lot going on here this week a lot that went on here in, this week in savannah georgia the islands y, ymca held the ymca national gymnastics tournament 
or meet last weekend. Over 2,000 participants, over 1,100 volunteers from Savannah, Georgia, to make this event successful. Carol Tanrath, the director of gymnastics at the Islands Y, and Mark Simons, the director of the Islands Y, did a great job putting that on. We did have one young lady, Lane Vikela, tied for 13th in the Level 8 Junior All-Around Finals. Uh, just a great kid. Uh, she's uh, one step from being in the championship division, and we're going to hear a lot about Lane Vikela and uh, gymnastics. Uh, then we had our man at Savannah State. Um, Kyle McGowan, I do apologize, I did call him Kevin uh, two weeks ago. It's Kyle McGowan, signed a contract with the Angels uh, to pitch. So he's been assigned to uh, the Orem Owls, located in Orem. Uh, Orem, where's Orem again? Um, I think Orem is in Iowa. Uh, so, uh, no, sorry, I do apologize. Orem, Utah. So he'll be playing for the uh, Orem Owls located in Utah. They play in the uh, rookie, uh, the rookie league, and he'll be playing in what's called the Pioneer League for the uh, Los Angeles Angels. Okay, so that's Kyle McGowan. Okay, and then I've just said uh, Savannah Sandnets. Brandon Nimmo is to play in the All Star Future Game up there in City Field. Hopefully, we'll have him on ne next segment. He's got a call into us. They played last night, so hopefully that young man will get out of bed and uh, give us a phone call. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. So we had a lot going on. Uh, what else can I tell you? You know, uh, Jakeen and Gant. Jakeen and Gant out of FEM County High School is invited to the LeBron James Skills Academy. I mean, it's one of the uh, biggest events now that a high school player can attend. And uh, he'll be up there. Uh, and I guess LeBron James will show up there. He will be there. So uh, that's pretty exciting. Remember, uh, FEM County had a great run. They advanced to the state semifinals last year in Class 5A. Uh, their college scouts look at this kid. He's six foot eight. He weighs about 200 pounds. He could shoot from the outside. I know for, for a fact we had to play against him in summer camp this summer. And uh, he was shooting three-pointers like they were nothing. He was six foot eight. And I just had to say to my guys, you got to understand, that's Division One material. So that's Jaquin and Gant going out to the LeBron James. Skills Academy in Las Vegas. Wish him the best of luck. Uh, great kid. Coach Arrington has done a great job with that young man, and uh, I wish him the best, best of luck. And then, um, you know, the bocce ball, I got to throw that out, and I got to thank uh, our. I guess uh, Sister Station, uh, we got to say WJCL with the big guy, Frank Silkowski. Uh, it was held by the Big Guys Athletic Association. How ironic. Uh, it was the uh, annual championship, and it's the 22nd bocce ball championship in Tybee Island. Uh, you know, we'll talk about any sports here, and I I'm glad Frank found this because, you know, it is a little uh, Italian heritage to play bocce ball. Uh, you, know, it's a, you know, it's like playing lawn bowling, but you have to throw these balls close to this little ball, uh, the Pinier, and, uh, you know, you got to see what you can get. But uh, they held the 22nd annual uh, bocce ball tournament out there in, uh, in uh, Tybee Island, and the team of John Ganem and Greg Belvins took home the 2013 Big Guys Athletic Association Bocce Ball Tournament title. Uh, that's pretty exciting. I got to get those guys on and talk about it. You know, uh, other than that, like I said, Braves and uh, got a big big shout out to. Uh, Carlton Hardy named honorable mention national coach of the year at a Savannah State baseball program. Uh, so not a bad deal. He was named by the College Baseball Insider.com. Hardy, uh, you know, they led him to a 33-23 record. Great job. Got a big give, big shout out to Coach Hardy out there being uh, the uh, honorable mention national coach of the year. So uh, other than that, 
We're talking local sports, and let's get a PGA update, because Brian Harmon teed off at 9.50 out of Savannah, Georgia, Savannah Christian uh, Preparatory School, and UGA. A lot of UGA gobbles out there, and uh, the producer who's keeping us on top of this is the man that runs the show down there in Brunswick for me, PJ Zuko. What's up, PJ? Hey, last time I just looked at the update right now, Brian Harmon still only threw one. He's even right now at two under. Uh, just some local guys. Davis Love, the third, tees off at 10.53. He's minus three. And Bubba Watson, also 10.44 tee off time. He's also three under par. So Brian Harmon only threw one right now, uh, even at under two. So hopefully he'll, uh, he'll pull off a big round today. I mean, yeah, he's seven strokes behind the leader. Uh, that's uh, Matt Avery. I mean, shooting a 62 is unbelievable. And, uh, you know, that's why they're professional golfers. And, you know, Mark Silvers didn't make the cut. But, you know, even Phil Mickelson didn't make the cut. So not too shabby there for the kid out of uh, Country Day here in Savannah, Georgia. Oh, yeah, not at all. That's very exciting. I was surprised to see Phil Mickelson not make the cut. Also, another guy from St. Simons, Lucas Glover, did not make the cut also. So I guess a tough course up there. I'm not sure, but some of the big guys not making the cut. But, hey, that gives room for uh, maybe these not-as-well-known guys to, to make a run and get a win. Why not? I mean, John Daly, we know he's past his stage. Jasper Parvenick, uh, let's go with Scott Verplank. Uh, these are the guys that didn't make the cut. Like I said, um, Lee Jansen, uh, we got to go with uh, Phil Mickelson, uh, Boo Weekly, uh, guys, VJ Singh, guys that have been uh, making names on the PGA Tour, uh, you know. So, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Mark went out there, did a good job for us, and, uh, you know, I'm glad he got, he got a shot to do it. I mean, he won that big break uh, TV reality show last week. Uh, last year, put on by the uh, by the uh, Golf Channel. Pretty exciting, though. Oh yeah, very exciting. And like, like you said, that's great for for the local scene, uh, Savannah and the Golden Isles to get recognition out there on the PGA Tour. It, just amazing. It, it's awesome to get this recognition, and great to see so many good golfers from the state of Georgia, from around this area. It's, it's just awesome to see. Well, you know, you got you to gotta, you gotta like local sports. And, you know, PJ, people can give us a call here in Savannah, Georgia, 912-920-4441. The lines are open. Let's see what you got to say about these PGA golfers from the area making a splash there. I mean, I, you know anybody else? You know any amateurs that, uh, you know, you could talk about? You know, Gus Beisel, uh, um, Sanford, uh, I mean, Brennan. I mean, these are some of the names off the top of my head. I do apologize. I can't get the first names correct. But, uh, you know, the last names stick with me. So let's see what they're, they're doing out there. That'd be excited to know what they're doing. Could you go through the names again? I'm, I'm sorry about that. I was making Weisel, sure the phone uh, Stanford, Stafford, uh, Brennan. These are the local guys down here that are making a splash. Up here that are making a splash. I don't know what you got down there in Brunswick, but uh, they're playing on that Junior Golf uh, Association circuit this summer. So uh, there's a lot of good golfers that come through uh, Savannah, Georgia, and Brunswick. Oh, yeah, definitely. A lot of good golf, and that's very evident just from this PGA Tour update. Like, like we've been saying, a lot of kids, a lot not kids, excuse me, a lot of guys from St. Simons, a lot of guys from down here in the Golden Isles up there in Savannah. So definitely got to keep track of your golfers around here in, in the Golden Isles and Savannah because you, you never know. They might be up there winning championships in the next couple of years. 
Yeah, well, it's an exciting time, and I, I know I'm going back. I'm, I'm jumping off course here. I'm changing the uh, topic here, but every year we have a big event here in Savannah, Georgia, and a lot of people follow it, and that's the Savannah Coastal Swim League City Meet. The Summerless Swimming uh, League is wrapping up next Saturday, July 13th, at the Chatham Aquatic Center. Is it ne uh, next? Yeah, 13th. I added that, right? Yeah, 7 plus 6 is 13. So they'll be at the... Uh, Coastal, uh, they'll be at the Chatham Aquatic Center doing the uh, Savannah Coastal Swim League swim meet. Uh, great meet. I mean, they have the 10 and under session, 11 and over session. It's a, a big gathering over there at the Aquatic Center. So once again, next week, the Savannah Coastal Swim League city meet will be ending. They'll wrap up the summer swim meet. If you got any information for us, who's in the lead, who's the team to beat? Give us a call at 912-920-4441. We'd like to hear about it. And uh, we're coming down here to the first section. I know, PJ, we're excited about it because, believe it or not, in only 19 days, high school football starts. Oh, man, football season is right around the corner. I, I just can't believe it. It seems like yesterday the NCAA championship and the Super Bowl was ending up, and, and, and they were winning. And then you look back and you say, oh, my, football season's over. But, yeah, high school football just in a couple weeks, I can't wait for high school football around here and up in Savannah, and we're, we're actually getting a call right now, so hold up. I'll hold on for you, and uh, remember, this cannot be possible without my uh, sponsor, Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the best-trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, a full-service outrageous surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 East Durant Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. You can visit them on the World Wide Web at www orthocentersav.com How we doing, PJ? We got a caller? That is actually your next guest calling in, so we do have Brandon Nimmo for next segment, so stick around. Alright, we want. We don't want to keep him waiting. The Savannah Sanats, future all-star player going up to his city field to represent SAV and the New York Mets, and that's Brandon Nimmo. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 at 104.3 FM. We'll be talking a little Sanat baseball, so stay tuned. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> And I'm Carl Demasi. I'm your host. I'm glad you could join me. Uh, I'm glad you could join me, whether you're listening for five minutes, 15 minutes. But today's show is brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Once again, Optum Orthopedics does a great job. They're doctor-led and patient-focused. Well, if you're following local sports here, this is the only professional team in the area. Um, and that's the Savannah Sandnats. And every week at this moment or this spot in my show, I like to have what we call the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. I'd like to thank the doc, Dr. Bart Weatherington for sponsoring this uh, segment. If you have an Athlete of the Week you want to nominate, just give me a call at 912-507-9158. That's 507-9158. Email me at kdemasi at hotmail.com, K-D-E-M-A-S-I at hotmail.com. Facebook me at the Call Demasi Sports Report. Tweet me at KD Sports Report. But this guy has been having a phenomenal season over there at uh, Grayson Stadium. Young guy, and there's some interesting facts about this guy, and that's Brandon Nimmo from the Savannah Sand Nets. He was drafted 13th overall in 2011. I mean, uh, he was one of Baseball's America's top 50 prospects, and what's, what's interesting about this, what's amazing is 
they don't play high school baseball out there in the state of Wyoming. Yes, he's from Wyoming. There are only one or three states that does not offer high school baseball. I didn't know that. The Mets were forced to scout Brandon at a Legion game, and that's the American Legion games they play out there in Wyoming, I guess. And then they saw him at the Under Armour All-American game at Wrigley Field where he was the MVP. I mean, just an unbelievable way to get to the major leagues. We hear all about it. You know, guys just stepping out on the field and doing a great job. Well, joining, uh, joining me now on the ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM 1400 104.3 FM hotline in Greenville, South Carolina, because that's where the Sandats are playing, is this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Savannah Sandat, Brandon Nimmo. Brandon, thanks for getting up and joining me on the radio this morning. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. <laughs> hey, it's, it's exciting watching you play out there at Grayson Stadium. But, I, I, you know, tell the people about Brandon Nimmo. Where are you from? What's it like out there in Wyoming? How come there's no high school baseball? Tell us about Brandon Nimmo and how you wound up here in uh, good old Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm from Wyoming, and uh, it's a little bit different than Savannah. Um, just, uh, you know, pretty much plains as far as the eye can see. Uh, you know, it's you can see for for forever. Um, you know, Savannah. There's trees everywhere. It's green. Um, you know, I really like it in Savannah. Um, it's you know, I I, I think it's awesome. Um, uh, there's no humidity back in Wyoming, so that's a little bit to get used to. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as me as a player, you know, I just uh, I just try and go out there and and, and play at a hundred percent the whole time. I'm giving my best um, all the time, and and uh, and yeah, there's no high school baseball in Wyoming, but uh, you know, honestly, you don't really want to be playing baseball in February. Um, it's, <laughs> it can get pretty brutal uh, around that time. Uh, you know, the winds whip around, blizzards all the time. Um, you know, we've even had it snow in July before, so um, you know, it's not. Not the best weather, uh, and, and not a lot of people come from Wyoming playing baseball. But uh, but you know it's been my passion and my dream, and uh, we found ways to, to make it happen. Well, I can relate to Wyoming. I got a good friend that lives there in Green River. You know where that is? Yes, sir. Yep, I've played it, many games in Green River. Many of them. My- my wife went out there one year to visit it, and she said, you know, you wouldn't believe how, what it's like, exactly what you explained it like. I mean, it's my wife's best friend from high school, and uh, she wound up there in Wyoming, but she loves it up there. She hasn't come back. She comes back to visit. But what amazes me is no high school baseball. So American Legion baseball up there, is that where all the top talent plays? Is that how you get seen up there in Wyoming? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, our, our, our Legion schedule goes from about um, middle of April until the end of August, and so we usually get about 75 or 80 games in. Um, so, you know, it's, it's quite a few. I didn't really feel like I missed out too much on, on guys that did play high school um, ball because um, usually in a high school season you play about 30 games, and then they go to their summer ball and play about 50. So um, I feel like the only guys that I really missed out on were um, maybe like uh, Southern Cal, um, Texas, Florida, those guys played all year round. Um, but I'm glad that I got to vary things up and, and play different sports, um, football and, and track. Um, really made me a little more rounded, um, a better athlete, and, um, and, and didn't get me burnt. You know, you usually get burnt out on that stuff when you're young. And so, um, you know, it, I, didn't really, uh, I didn't really know any different, and so I didn't really think of it as a, um, as a burden. Well, you know, you know, you play in American League baseball. You, you're excited about playing the game that we call America's pastime, and then all of a sudden, you get selected by the Mets in the 2011 draft. When you got the news that you were being, you were the 13th player overall, I mean, what was your reaction? What was your family reaction? Uh, yeah, I mean, the first time we saw it was uh, we, were, we were watching the draft on TV. So when we uh, 
who saw my uh, name pop up. My brother was in Omaha, Nebraska, and he was on Skype. And I think his TV was a little bit faster than ours because all of a sudden we started hearing him screaming on the computer. And then I was like, no way. And uh, and saw my name flash up on the on the screen. And um, you know, it just kind of it kind of feels like uh, winning the biggest game uh, in your life to that point. I mean, uh, we jumped around. Uh, you know, uh, mom was uh, screaming, dad was yelling, and um, and, and you just, uh, you know, it's a very uh, exciting moment, uh, a very special time because um, all that hard work you've been putting in, um, all those uh, all those family vacations you've been missing out on to go play baseball and, and, and all that stuff that they sacrifice, you know, it, it, uh, it, it kind of comes, um, comes to what you've been working for for, uh, for your life, and, and you get to uh, enjoy it for a little bit. And so uh, it's a pretty amazing feeling. You know, we really, uh, really something that'll stick to me for the rest of my life. It's amazing that, you know, the way you got there and your family, uh, you know, pushing you through, helping you get through the routine now and in, in the minor league system now for two years. So, uh, tell you know, I had J.B. Wendelkin, who was a pitcher for the Greenville Drive, who played locally here in the Savannah area, and he gave us his interpretation of playing in the farm system. Now, you got a year on him. What's it like playing in, in the Mets farm system? What's what's it like being a, major, a minor league ball player? Yeah, um, you know, it's... Um, especially, it, it's a job. I mean, uh, a lot of people think we just show up to the field and play. Um, but, you know, we're at the field um, eight hours a day. Um, you know, we, uh, like, I, I just got done uh, working out, um, um, yeah, you know, at a gym here in Greenville. Um, you know, and then you go to the ball field um, and, and you go and you get your early work in, um, work on your weaknesses, um, um, get, a, get a routine going. Um, and, and so it's um, you, you, you're always doing something. You're a lot busier than, than you would think. Um, you know your routine is, is uh, you, know, you, you go to sleep, uh, you wake up, weight lift, you go to the field. You know you, you do uh, um, about four hours of work. Um, you know whether that's hitting or fielding. You know base running. Um, usually cover it all. Um, then you go play your game at night. Um, you calm down for an hour, uh, <laughs> eat and everything, and then you go to bed and do it all again. Um, and, you know, you do that for 140 days uh, um, pretty much straight. I mean, you're going to get an off day um, once or twice a month. But, um, you know, you're, you, you, you get after it. Um, you got to care of your body really well um, because it can get worn down in a long season. Uh, so, yeah, you need to be uh, really disciplined in, in the minor league system. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really fun, too. Um, you know, I, honestly, I think it's the best. Uh, for, for me personally, it's the best job that, that you can have. Um, I mean, I'm playing a game as a job, um, and that's uh, and that's something that I'll um, always appreciate and never take for granted. And uh, you always keep that in the back of your mind, um, even when the things are going bad. You know, you're still still getting to play um, a game for a job, and so um, you know, I, I think it's a it's a great lifestyle, but um, a little different than what everybody. Everybody pictures it to be so. Now you coming into the season, you're, you're learning, you're learning the ropes. You've gone through a couple of different places before you back before you got here to Savannah, Georgia. What were your personal goals for this season? Um, you know, I just uh, you, you know my, my one personal goal is to be uh, is to be better. Um, you know, get better at every day. Um, be much better by the end of the season than I than I was uh, when I started. Um, you know, I, there's things that, that are out of my control, um, like getting promoted, um, all, all that stuff. You know, you can only do uh, what you can do. You know, handle the things that you can control, um, and, and that's and that's key for me. Is, um, work as hard as I possibly can um, to to just 
um, be able to um, do what I need to do um, and get better. Learn from learn from every day, whether it's good or bad, um, whether it's making a mistake or doing something right. Um, you figure out ways uh, to get it done, and so. For me, it's just uh, learning something new every day and, and getting better. Um, if I'm getting better, I'm moving in the right direction. So that's really the key for me. Um, you know, as coaches, we like to say you want to make yourself better every day, and that's a good philosophy you have right there. And uh, I'm really impressed with that. I mean, because Brandon, you're only 20 years old, and you're, you're you know you're into this, and you, you like what you're doing, you like the lifestyle, and you told us about the ups and downs, the challenges. Uh, now, as far as being selected for the Sally League All-Star Game must have been excited, but now you're voted in to playing in Major League Baseball's future All-Star Game up in City Field, which is the, the spot where the team you're working for, the New York Mets, plays their Major League Baseball games. How is your, what's your reaction to that? What, what, what are you anticipating up there? I know you've been to Brooklyn. I know Brooklyn very well because I, I was born there and lived there for about five years, so I might sound a little like Frankie uh, Viola over there, but uh, okay. tell us what you're looking for in New York City. Oh, you know, uh, really, you know, I'm just blessed to be a part of uh, of that game. Um, you know, to be able to, you know, be playing with the best players in minor league baseball. Um, you know, it's uh, it's something that I'm really looking forward to to get up to the field um, and to, to have the fans kind of see me in person, um, get to meet me, uh, kind of see uh, what I'm like uh, to be around, um, and uh, to kind of watch them play on the field and and, uh, and just you know see what they. Um, See they have. Um, you know, it's um, it's hard to tell you know, with one game uh, what a player has and, and doesn't. But you know, the one thing that I want to show is just that you know I play the game 100 percent and I have fun with it. And uh, real personable, real uh, you know easy to easy to be around. So um, you know, I'm I'm excited about uh, that game. I'm obviously, very very blessed to to be in it. Um, you know, it just shows that uh, you know you know Mets is. Uh, is, you know, in my opinion, the best fan base in baseball. Um, you know, they, I think we won that vote pretty, pretty uh, easily, uh, and, and I really appreciate all those uh, those people want me to be in that game. I, you know, it's a, it's an amazing feeling, and uh, and I hope that uh, hope that I can uh, you know get to uh, know um, get to know some of the fans, and uh, hopefully we can uh, have a good time in New York. Well, I wish you the best, and it's glad I'm glad that a lot of people voted you in because it was a vote in to get you uh, into that game. And uh, being from New York, spent many days there at Shea Stadium watching the amazing Mets. And uh, I'm going back in the day here, Brandon. I mean, I can tell you about Tom Seaver, Jerry Grody, uh, Don Clendenin, uh, <laughs> Tommy Agee. I mean, uh, just, uh, uh, you know, uh, Daryl Strawberry. Just And my wife's a big Met fan, so we got a little rivalry going in the house because I was sort of forced to watch the Yankees growing up. But, you know, that's not here or there. Let's wrap this up. You've been in Savannah now uh, for all, you know three months. Uh, you've been to Kingsport, Tennessee. You've been to Brooklyn. You played for the Cyclones. And tell us what you like about Savannah so much. Uh, you know, you've been a couple places now. What, what has Savannah? What has Savannah done for you? Um, you know, I, I I'm a little more uh, where I'm from. You know, you, you have a ton of space, and so you know, Brooklyn was a little bit of a culture shock for me when uh, <laughs> you know when I got there and uh, there's five million people sitting on top. Other, but so uh, Savannah's been nice for me because uh, you know it's more spread out, more of what I'm used to, um, where you know you can you can kind of get to uh, you can kind of get to uh, point A to point B without a whole lot of traffic, uh, you know, without uh, flying 100 miles an hour, uh, you know, and, and I really enjoy uh, Savannah. I think it's I think it's a gorgeous place to live. Um, you know, I enjoy um, I enjoy the hot weather because I'm I, I you know 
about people. I'm from a cold weather state, and so I try to not take the hot weather for granted because <laughs> I could be playing in snow rather than that. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I'm just I'm really enjoying uh, my time in Savannah. I think it's a great city. The people are amazing. The people are uh, so nice um, to be around everywhere you go. And so, um, you know, I'm really I'm really enjoying my time. I really love it down here. Well, Brandon, uh, keep up the great work. Uh, I'm talking to Brandon Nimmo, Savannah Sandnets, uh all-star outfielder, the future all-star outfielder, uh, for uh, going to play in the Major League Baseball game next week. Uh, keep up the great work. It's fun watching you, and, you know, someday I'm going to say, you know, I watched that kid play here in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, I appreciate you taking time. Good luck up there with uh, against the Greenville Drive, and uh, we'll be talking to you all the rest of the summer. Enjoy it. All right, that sounds great. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hey, no, I appreciate you. He's done a great job. Brandon Nimmo, Savannah Sandnets, future all-star, going to City Field next week to play with the, uh, you know, play in the big city of New York, playing for the Mets. Uh, great, great opportunity. Uh, sounds like a really great kid, and uh, he does a great job on the baseball field. He's batting like 267 right now. He's uh, <laughs> hit some key home runs, made some key uh, plays in the outfield. Just a great kid overall. Remember, this cannot be uh, possible without... Dr. Bart Weatherington at Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic. Your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time, it makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick up something and throw it across the room. While at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and of course, achieve a healthier life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, located at the corner of 7th Avenue and Waters Avenue, right here in Savannah, Georgia. And remember, every week we have the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. Please nominate somebody. Give me a call. Uh, give me a Facebook message. Uh, give me a tweet. I want to get those players on my show. Next up, we'll be talking Armstrong Atlantic State basketball with the new head coach, Fela Bullock. We'll be right back. You're listening to Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillnet, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Stay tuned. We'll be talking some hoops. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimorthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. And I'm Carl DeMasi. I'm going to join me. Our host of the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics. Remember, they're dot-letter patient-focused right here on ESPN Radio Savannah Hillhead, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Uh, we're waiting on the line for uh, Armstrong Atlantic State Head Women's Coach Bela Bullock. Uh, so while we're waiting for Miss Bullock, uh, we'll talk about a little local sports going on right now. And uh, my producer of the show, PJ Zook, down there in Brunswick, keeping an eye on the uh, Greenbrier Classic. We got a couple local guys there right now. Well, one local here from Savannah and one local guy down there from Sea Island uh, trying to win the, win the uh, uh, tournament. And remember, it's the Greenboro Classic. It's held at the Old White um, Tournament Players Club in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia. And Brian Hall and uh, I guess David III will be a big guy down there in, in uh, Sea Island. We got G for us. Oh, yeah, there are definitely going to be players in this tournament. Brian Harmon now through four. He's one under for the day, so three under par. He's tied with Davis Love the third now. Uh, Davis Love tees off at 10.53. Also another Georgia guy, Bubba Watson, minus three. He tees off at 10.44, so a lot of exciting Georgia golf today should be happening. Hopefully they can make their way up the leaderboard and hopefully get in contention to win this thing. 
So that means Mr. Harmon has birdied a hole. I wonder what hole he birdied. Uh, I think last time I looked, he was through three, and he was negative one. So I'm pretty sure he birdied a hole two. Hole two. Well, you know he's he's uh, gotten one stroke. He's got one stroke better, so that means he bird, uh, birdied hole two. So Brian Harmon, anybody got an update? You want to give us a call at nine one two nine two zero four 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 one. Give us a call. Let us know about your favorite pro golfer. Let let us know about what's going on in the PGA Tour. Let's hear what's going on here in Savannah, Georgia. So, uh, but uh, you know, let's go back to that last ga- guest, uh, PJ. I mean, I, I'm I, when I read up on his bio. And I thought they played high school baseball in all 50 states here in the United States. When I found out they don't play high school baseball in Wyoming, which makes sense because it's a little cold weather up there. I mean, I was amazed about how he, how he got to the major leagues. Yeah, that is amazing. It startled me when you said it. Um, it's very surprising to know that not high school baseball just seems like a very solid thing around the United States. And uh, I didn't know that they didn't play it in all 50 states. But uh, up in Wyoming, it is pretty cold. It is pretty snowy, I'm sure. So I guess they don't up there. But he still made his way to the minor leagues, hopefully getting in the major leagues here in a couple years, which I wouldn't be surprised if he's up there playing for the Mets here in a year or two because he sounds like he's doing a great job, uh, soon to be all-star, like you said. So it, it is pretty amazing. He's got a pretty unique journey uh, to, he took to get to the minor leagues, but it, it's a pretty cool story to hear. I mean, he started out on fire. I think he was batting over 400 to start the season, and he, uh, I think he got a little bruised thumb uh, injury because, you know, I'm telling you right now, being an old baseball player, when you bruise that thumb and you try to swing a bat, it's pre- pretty bad. And uh, he had to take a couple of days off there, but he's back, and he's up to about 267 as last I looked. Uh, so, uh, and, and, and to be voted in... And a write-off ballot, I mean a write-in ballot, is pretty pretty impressive. I mean, because people had to go to the polls and, uh, and vote them in. It wasn't just like, you know, it was just Savannah people. Oh, yeah, very impressive. That, that means the word got around, around the league, that this Brandon Nimmo guy is definitely good. It wasn't only Savannah people voting him in. Anytime you can get a vote in for an All-Star game, you know you're doing something right. So it, it's awesome to hear about Brandon Nimmo and his success that he's had this season. We just had a local guy here out of uh, Savannah, Georgia, Effingham County, Tyler Batchelor, just signed with the Mets also. So he's playing down, I think he's down in the rookie league, uh, uh, Port St. Lucie, so, not Port St. Lucie, I forget what, uh, Kingsport, Tennessee is the rookie league. So uh, we got another local guy, he's a pitcher, played at Calvary Day School, so he's also an impact that's the Mets drafted him in like the 13th, 14th round and uh, gave him a good signing bonus. So uh, Tyler Bachelor, who's a pitcher, catcher out of Calvary Day School out of Effingham County. That's where he's from. Pretty impressive, too, that we got another guy, a local guy in that Met organization. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's very impressive. But that's also great for him if he wants to play for the local folks. Maybe he can get up here to Savannah and play for the Sandnats a little bit on his way, uh, hopefully, to the Mets. But that is awesome to hear that we got a local guy signed up with the Mets. Even though the Mets aren't playing locally, he can still work his way up and, and work his way through back to Savannah and pitch or catch whatever he's doing for the team when he gets here. That, that's awesome. That's great. Well, you know, I'm reading uh, Brandon Nimmo's uh, bio. After he got done with the short rookie season, they brought him up to Kingsport. So, and then, uh, you know, he wound up. Uh, well, sorry, he went from uh, he went from um, Kingsport to Brooklyn, and then to Savannah. So maybe we might see Tyler Batch take that same trip, go from uh, Kingsport to Brooklyn, and hopefully maybe get a brief appearance here before the season ends up here with the uh, Sandnats. 
Yeah, maybe so. He'll get that New York experience up there in Brooklyn and, and hopefully make his way down here, play some for the Sand Nats. But hopefully, uh, as you guys always say, you like to see him play here. You like to see him do well. But the, the major... Um, goal is to get to the Mets, get to the the high point of the organization, and when when we send them up there, that's definitely a good thing for us. We like seeing them play here, but it's also a great thing to watch them proceed in, in their progress. Well, we'll be following we'll be following Tyler Batchelor and uh, Brandon Nimmo as he goes up there to play in the uh, the uh, future All Star Game, the Major League Baseball future All Star Game, and I wonder if that's going to be uh, televised, but we'll have to check it out. Now, coming up to a break. Uh, rem- this segment would not be possible with another sponsor of the Call of Demasi Sports Report, and that's Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies. You're a coach, parent, you're in a local organization, you need uniforms, cleats, sports-specific shoes, you need basketballs, baseballs, softballs, bats, gloves, you need scorebooks, you need running gear, or you want to honor your athletes and your employees with trophies or plaques. Well, you can find all your sporting goods and trophy needs at Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies, located at 5 Oglethorpe Mall Annex, right behind the Oglethorpe Mall, right here in Savannah, Georgia. Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies is a Savannah family-owned business, and they've been in business for over 40 years. Yes, for over 40 years. So stop by and get some great help from Russell, Rusty, Mike, and Janet, Russell Sporting Goods and Trophies. They will help you with all your sporting goods and trophy needs. Well, next up, we're going to wrap up the show. Maybe you want to give us a call in, and let's see what you guys say, 912. 9204441 and uh, we'll be talking local sports so we'll wrap it up stay tuned you're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead AM 14 and 104.3 FM we'll be right back And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. I'm your host of the Carl DeMasi Sports Report every Saturday here, right on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, and it's brought to you by Optum Orthopedics. Well, the show always a show always goes by so quick. Uh, we only got about five minutes left in this segment. If you want to say something quick, you want to give us a call at 912-920-4441. We'd love to hear what you got to say about local sports. Remember, next weekend we have the Savannah uh, Swim League Championship City Meet at the uh, Chatham Aquatic Center. Big time, big event. A lot of kids involved in our summer swim league. Uh, I'm excited about it. I, hopefully I can get out there and check it out or get someone to give us some information for the show next week. Um, right now we got um, we're watching the uh, PGA uh, event at the Greenbrier Classic in West Virginia. Brian Harmon, uh, a Savannah guy, doing a great job today. Birdie the second hole. He's three under. We got some other local guys, uh, especially people down there in Brunswick. Uh, Davis Love the third from Sea Island. He's three under, but he hasn't teed off yet. So we got some uh, local flavor there. Hopefully we can catch Brian on the Golf Channel because that'll be it'll be it is probably live on the Golf Channel right now or later on on CBS. Um, so you can follow that. Uh, I found Gene Sowers is um, off pace in the championship tour event that he's in. Another local guy playing on a championship tour, Gene Sowers. So we're excited about him, too. Got to thank my guest today, the 
director of sports marketing from Georgia Southern, Gordon Hunter. Great job filling in on what's going on over there at Statesboro as far as the sports program go. Gordon Hunter is a local kid that graduated from Groves High School now is the sports marketing director of their Georgia Southern. Then, of course, Robert Espinoza filling in on all the upcoming running events here in Savannah, Georgia. Fleet Feet Sports owner does a great job uh, coordinating the, ra- ra- running, the running events here in Savannah, Georgia. Then uh, Brandon Nimmo. From the Savannah Sandnats playing in the future Major League Baseball future All-Star game before the regular All-Star game up there at City Field. Great kid, great interview. And I do have to apologize for the not getting the Armstrong Atlantic State head women's basketball coach, the new head women's basketball coach, Fayla Bullock, because she was trying to call in. I was talking to Brandon Nimmo on the phone line. And, uh, you know, technology, live radio, I should have gave her the other phone number. And uh, we will have Fayla Bullock on uh, my show next weekend, filling you in on the Armstrong Atlantic State women's basketball program, what she intends to do with it, why she came here, and all that other good stuff. PJ, we got any updates up there on the PGA Tour at the, from the Greenbrier Classic? Uh, we got Brian Harmon just went through another hole, so he's working on hole five right now. He's still three under par, uh, one under par for the day. Davis Love, the third, should be teeing off right now. Bubba Watson also just teed off. He's working on hole number one. So if you want to watch some golf, get over to the Golf Channel. I'm sure it's live on that. But definitely keep track of these local guys that are hopefully working their way up the leaderboard today. When it's a local player and it's a local team, I don't know how you feel, PJ, and I don't know how they feel down there in the Golden Isle, but you know what? I'm going to root for them. I'm going to follow them no matter what, and uh, it's exciting to see them making a splash in whatever sport it may be, baseball, golf, football. I mean, you know, I can remember uh, Ben Patrick out of Jenkins High School with the Arizona Cardinals scoring a touchdown in uh, the Super Bowl. I mean, I almost put a hole through my ceiling. I jumped so high. Uh, it's so much fun, and that's that's what I like to do. I like to talk about local sports here, and uh, I don't do much of the national stuff, uh, the college stuff, but I really appreciate your help. You do a great job. I know you're going to be involved in the local sports scene coming up soon, and uh, once again, you do your junior ESPN show down there, so it's always exciting to learn about local sports. Oh, yeah, definitely got to love it. And you, you got to love local guys working their way up through the professional rankings and, and getting up there in the major sports. It's awesome to see. And down here, we definitely root for them also. And like you said, can't wait for high school football. It's coming up right around the corner. We don't have much time left, and, you know, as always, the show always goes quick. So great two hours. Great job, PJ, for your assistance. Thank you, sir, and thank you. You provide a good show to listen to. And once again, we'll be back here next week, next Saturday, every Saturday from 9 until 11. You'll listen to the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hill and Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Have a great weekend. Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3.